Welcome to Crossroads Church's Sermon of the Week podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Today we continue and we're actually going to be finishing this series that we started on filling up on things. Uh, we've been saying that this is the time where many churches take advantage of what this holiday was and what it is to preach uh, on, on being thankful, on giving thanks to God, on finding any reason to praise Him, because that is exactly the reason why we gather every Sunday, why we gather during the week, why, why we should come to His house, and it is to praise Him, to give Him thanks. And we don't do it just out of a habit, because everybody else has to do it. We do it because he is our God because He is our Lord, because He deserves it, and there are many reasons to praise Him. Not only did He give His life for you and me, I mean the biggest sacrifice of all, but He continues to show us mercy and show us grace on a daily basis. So if you haven't experienced grace or mercy, lately I would invite you that today you pay attention to the message, I would invite you that as you leave this building today that you continue to invite him in your life because you don't want to live a life of confusion. You don't want to feel empty. That's the last thing. You don't want to, you know how when you drive the car on E, I don't know if you've done that, I, I do it sometimes, and it's the worst feeling, Right? I mean, I'm pretty much just praying to the last second when I get to that gas station. And when I get there, I just feel so good. And I always call Bob. I say, I just want you to know that you didn't have to come for my rescue today because I made it to the gas station. And he gets upset every time. But do you know what it means to live your life on empty? Living a life of confusion or living a life where you know, something is missing? There's no reason to live like that. God gave his life for you and me. And he did it so we live it fully. So that we live it abundantly. So that we live it with joy and hope. Now this year has been a difficult year for a lot of people. It's been not only a difficult year for people here, but for people around the world. We've been facing so many different things. You name it, things have happened and continue to happen. And let me tell you this, the Bible, the Word of God doesn't tell us that those things will stop. Instead, it tells us that those things will come and come and come. The challenge that I want to really present to you is how are you facing those today? Are you facing them on empty, on an empty tank or on E, right? Or are you facing them with a field tank. You know how good it feels to drive that car when you fill up all the way? I mean, if you don't look at how much it costs, you ignore that part, but just know that it's all the way to the right. You're like, oh, it feels good. I can go anywhere. You want me to go all the way down and come back? I can do that. Living life filled with an attitude of thanksgiving is a good thing. It's a great thing. Finding reasons to praise him. Today, the title's message is called Unshakable. Unshakable. You know, I did a search on words in, 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 in the English language, and there are many words that are pretty words, right? Like when, you, when somebody from a different language hears them, they're like, oh, that sounds good. Unshakable. Sounds like a good word. 
In fact, people from other languages, especially Asia and, and Europe, when they hear the word unshakable, it sounds like a pretty word. There's some other words that sound good. Apparently, the word diarrhea is a beautiful word. They just don't know what it means until they hear with the translation. But apparently, there are so many keywords, right? Uh, ten keywords that sound like a beautiful word in the English language. Unshakable is one of them. But you know what it means to be unshakable? That when a storm comes, you're still standing. Right? When I, I, made a, I made a cake, I made three cakes the other day because I wanted to build a tower. I don't know how I got that in my head, but I wanted a big chocolate cake. And I went to the store, I'm gonna buy the smaller container things. I'm like, I'm gonna build it up and I'm gonna surprise my sons, my nephew, my nieces, and I, I went, and, I, and, and, and of course, you're supposed to wait till they cool down. You're not supposed to stack them up when they're warm because they break, right? But, you know, me, impatient, I'm like, Ay, should I put them in the refrigerator? Should I put it, like, somewhere? I want these cakes to cool so that I can build them up. You and I need to wait for that moment, and the only way for that to happen is when we filled ourselves with Jesus. When Jesus lives in your heart, not only in your heart, but in your mind, in your actions constantly, then you're able to face challenges and not break apart. Now, I say it very easily. It sounds beautiful. But there are moments that come to you and me, and you feel like there's no way. So many thoughts come to my mind, so many crazy ideas come to my mind, but I want you to hear today that you're not supposed to face any challenges without Jesus, that your job and my job is to fill up on the word so that we are strong, we are courageous, so that our foundation and our rock is based on Jesus and not a bunch of videos and crazy things that fill up our minds with. Ideas, you know? Somebody was telling me the other day, they, they sent me a message of Thanksgiving, it says, we're sending you positive vibes your way. And, and so, I, so I replied, so how is that? Right? I wanted to be funny with them. I can play with my friend. And I said, well, you know, good ideas and good thoughts. I said, okay. I said, okay, you already thought them? And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I want you to tell me what you thought. What are those positive vibes? I want to hear them out. You know, we're, that's, it's not meant to be that way. You can think all positive all day long and wish the best. But it's not by wishing and just thinking. It's by believing. By believing in the only God, the only way. By filling your life with Jesus Christ. Being positive and filling up on good vibes does not take you anywhere. Instead, all those positive vibes can go away when you hear something, when you see something, when you meet someone, when you face a challenge, the idea is that we become unshakable, that we can be unshakable. The Word of God says in Hebrews 12, uh, 25, it says, Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For the, if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. Verse 26, when God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, 
by the heavens also. Verse 27, this means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. 28, since we're receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. 29, for our God is a devouring fire. Amen. That is the word of God. So that unshakable things will remain, right? The unshakable things will remain. And what is that? It's the people of faith, people who believe, people who profess that their, their faith is based on Jesus Christ, is placed on Jesus Christ, that you are believing on the one and only people of faith. Unshakable moments come, and challenging moments come. How are we facing them? I'm telling you, I say it, and it's not easy, especially when you're a parent, right? When you are a spouse, when you're a daughter, when you're a son, when you're a friend, when you're a sister or a brother. Challenges come our way. We face challenges all the time. I mean, you can go outside, and may not, you may not face it firsthand, but you may hear it from somebody else. I heard the other day of someone who is 23 years old who had a stroke. And I'm like, oh my goodness, 23, a stroke. I mean, I immediately started thinking, what am I eating? What am I doing? My goodness, Señor, help me. I need wisdom. I mean, I started thinking about a lot of things. 23. We take a lot of things for granted, right? We must rely our faith on Jesus. So many different things that can take place. I think about my son being away, and, and I start thinking about his friends. I mean, I've gone to check on him. I've, Bob has gone to check on him. And we look about, you know, the, the city, the town where he's at. I think about this city and the day. I mean, you watch the news. So many people facing challenging moments. And you know the hard thing to hear sometimes is when somebody's facing those moments without Jesus. You hear so many different things. And like, if I could just give him a little bit of hope, a little bit of what I feel like. They, I mean, they need that right now. A little sense that Jesus is in charge. A little sense that God is still God and he's still good and he's still performing miracles today. People are living life hopeless, helpless. People drive. I was driving the other day, and I, and I found myself at a traffic light. And I don't know about you, but when I stop at a traffic light, my first thing is left and right. I just always want to see who's on my left. I, I, and I'm not a police officer. I am not any kind of, you know, anything. But I've watched too many movies. And so I watch the left, look to the right. And I, okay? This one day, I looked to the right, and I saw a woman crying. And crying and banging her head to the thing. Yeah steering wheel and as I was looking at her I was like Lord help her I don't know what she's facing I don't know what made her cry that way I can't stop I can't get out and go tell her anything but I can pray for her we're facing moments that are challenging every day and there are things that you and I don't even know that are taking place that God is protecting us from We must be thankful to him. We must face life with him. Nothing 
better than to face life with him. I, I thank God the moment that somebody preached the gospel to me, the moment that somebody invited me to church, the moment that I heard this worship team. I remember the first time I heard contemporary worship. I didn't know any other way. So that was the first introduction to worship. And I remember seeing a bunch, it was only guitar players. It was like 10 guitar players, and everybody was singing beautifully. And I was like, my goodness, how did they decide to just do this? How did they get to this moment and just perform and play? And you could see it in their eyes that they were playing from their heart, that they were meaning every word, that they were giving and playing every chord because they meant it, because God told them to do so. And I immediately fell in love with worship, not only with, with the songs, okay, but what, with what people were doing, gathering and singing out loud. I knew then God had called for my life. And I said, God, I want to be like that. I want to be like them. I need a little bit of that. I don't want to go the rest of my life living hopeless and helpless. I want to live a life filled with hope, filled with thanks, praising the one God. And it it has taken walk and learning and growing. People of faith, unshakable people have learned to listen. I mean, one of the things I enjoy with children is when they're toddlers. I love toddler stage. Because you can argue with them, and they're funny. Um, it's my favorite thing. If you see me around my knees, you know I'm fighting with her. Any baby, I'll go and try to just make him upset, just to kind of see their reaction. They make funny, funny expressions. And it's not making them really mad. It's just a little bit. Uh, but when you tell a child something, they're walking. And I'm talking as, as young as toddlers. Like, no, no, don't go. Don't touch that. You know they're touching that, right? You know they're going straight to that place where you don't want them to go because they found something special, because they think that they, they, they can do it. We, the believers, must listen. Unshakable people learn to listen. The Word of God says, be careful. Verse 25 starts with, be careful. It's not saying, I, here's a message. It's saying, be careful. Watch out. Basically, pay attention to this. Listen. Just listen. I'd say this too many times to my own kids. I say, escúchame. I'm not just speaking just because I want to say something. It is from experience (laughs) that if you touch that, you're going to get burned. That if you do that, it may come back. If you don't go talk to that person, they're going to think something else. you got to go and do it. But what happens is most of us live a stubborn style of life, and I include myself in it. No, just say, I know, and I know better, because I know better than my own mom and all these people that think that they know. And oftentimes, we come back and realize, man, they knew something, (laughs) right? They knew something that I didn't know, but I'm going to still figure it out my way. Unshakable people learn to listen to listen. As you read the word, you not only grasp the message, but you hear it and you apply it. You apply the word. Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. When I read that verse in John, in the book of John, I'm like, oh, Dios mío, I want to be of God. 
I don't want to be in that other group. I want to hear his voice. I want to hear from him. Whoever is of God hears the words of God. I've said this many times and I keep saying it. There is a way to speak to your own family. I mean, you can read your kids. You can read your spouse. They can read you. There are special expressions you kind of develop with time. I mean, I know how to look at Bob and he knows what I'm thinking. I kind of can tell what he's, what he's, what's going on with him when he's needing me or when he's hungry. I know. I mean, there is no confusion in the process. Uh, you kind of know. You want to get to know God that way. You want to get to know God and understand, you know what, when I fix my eyes on him like the song says, I'm able to see things the way he sees them. That I'm able to face this pandemic not with fear and with a helpless attitude, but with courage and hope. That I'm able to face and make wise decisions for my family, but at the same time face him because I believe in him. I believe that he performs miracles. I believe that he's still an active God and nothing will break him down. Amen? The people of God, people of faith are unshakable because of your faith. Because of your faith. Not because te haces la fuerte or you become so strong, but because Jesus lives in you. I've always said it, I think, I think we women can be strong. I mean, you name it, we can cook, we can clean, we can, we can answer the phone, we can text, still remember the other thing. But none of that is, doesn't matter if you don't have Jesus. I've seen men go and perform certain duties, I'm like, oh my goodness. But that doesn't matter if Jesus is not there. What matters is that Jesus lives in you. Because you can be the strongest person, the tallest person, the best speaker, whatever it may be. Does Jesus live in you? Are you a person of faith? I remember when, when I started even growing in the word, uh, I remember God clearly speaking and putting thoughts and ideas and a call in my life. I didn't know how that was going to turn out. I didn't know I was going to meet Bob. I didn't know any of this stuff. But I knew that God had called me for something special to speak and share the word of God. And he's not only called me to do that, he has called you to do that. That, that like the song says, that we're going to continue to sing and praise him until the whole world hears about him. Every language, every generation, every nation, everyone to hear the word of God. That's why we're praising when we see missionaries that want to go to remote places. That's why we praise him when you hear somebody say, I'm going to learn how to play that instrument because I think God has called me to be a worship leader. That's why I praise him when I hear somebody say, I want to be a teacher, a Bible teacher. I met a person the other day at HEB that says, oh, I'm, I'm studying Bible ministries. Random, a random person. I'm like, oh, good. Where? And so she started telling me. That's not a degree you hear just everywhere. This is a person that feels called to do something special, something amazing. And he doesn't call everyone to the same specific job. He has a special call where you are, where you work on what you do. You can reach out to those people around you at a store, at a company, anywhere. 
to preach the gospel. Unshakable people see things through the lens of heaven, through the lens of God. That if this person annoys me every time I see him or I see her, I'm going to see that person beyond that. I know I get frustrated when I see that person, but I'm going to see that person as a person that has been created and designed by God. And I'm not going to get frustrated right away. I'm going to invite God in my conversations or in the, in the surrounding. That way I am not focused on the things that don't matter, but I'm focused on God being the creator and the one God only. That I am going out and I am surrounding myself with those ideas and thoughts. That I'm seeing things through his lens, fixing my eyes on him. That I'm facing a challenge right now and I'm going to say, God, I know this came into my life right now and I'm not sure why this is coming, but I know that you're still God and that you're still going to help me face this with you. I don't want to face it alone. I want to face it with you. You have a purpose. Don't know what that is, but I'm going to face it with you. Why face life alone? Why? Unshakable people are thankful and love to worship. And I'm not just speaking about worshiping here, worshiping him everywhere. That we drive with the spirit of worship. That we go to work with a desire to worship him. That we go to the store with a desire to worship him even as we buy things. That our ideas are coming from him. That he helps us in the process to make every decision and every purchase. That as we're walking down the street, we're walking in his presence. And when you don't feel like he is present, you invite him in. Say, Lord, I woke up and I am in a bad mood already. I'm going to invite you in and I want you to take over. Lead me, guide me, use me. Because I belong to you. The moment I accept to you. I said, I belong to you, Jesus. And I want you to lead me. If you've never made that decision, then I would encourage you that today may be that day. That today may be a day where you say, God, this is what I did. This is the person or the people I have offended. This is how I have failed. These are the crazy things I have done. And I am done with it. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to make the same mistakes again. I want to give my life to you. And I want to invite you into my life and be my Lord and King. And the Bible says that the moment you do that and you have asked him for forgiveness, he forgives and he wipes out and he makes clean. And you have become a child of God. Your name is written in the book of life. And your life has been transformed that moment. If you haven't made that decision, today can be that day. If you made that decision and have not been baptized, I invite you to make that decision as well. It doesn't just end by accepting him. It's making a public profession that you are his child. You publicly accept it. You publicly say it. Today can be a day where you make a change. See, the thing about Thanksgiving and why some people say, I can't stand that we only give thanks on Thanksgiving. I like Thanksgiving because it's a reminder because each of us 
have a tendency to forget what we're supposed to be doing. And this is a time where many people decide, you know what, I'm just going to reflect and think about this year. And from today and on until January, I mean, December 31st, a lot of people are thinking back and forth about what has taken place and what continues to take place this year. But let me tell you this, you don't have to wait till December 31st to make some life decisions and make some changes for January 1st that you will change on January 2nd again. You can make that decision now. And say, God, I want to live every day of my life with you. I want to be unshakable. I want to be a part of the people of faith. And it doesn't have to wait till the end. And people of faith stay strong. People of faith rely on him. No matter what comes to you, you're not going to fall on the ground, but you're going to be standing, hardly standing, but you're going to be standing there and say, God, you are in control of this situation. You are invited in, and I ask you that you perform the miracle today. I have many reasons to be thankful to God. You have many reasons to be thankful. And our tanks, if we can say it that way, should be filled with thanksgiving. Like when somebody you face is facing something, you know what? Aquí está una. Here's a word. You know? Let's praise him because we have a day today. Today we have a day that God has given us. Today we get to enjoy cold and warm. I mean, isn't that great? It is great. We have so many reasons to give thanks. People of faith, unshakable people are thankful and love to worship. For more information about this podcast and other ministries, visit crossroadstx.church.